listening to the podcast To Be Single or Not To Be by Shanna Montana, a podcast where we talk about the single life, dating, and relationships so you can make a decision at the end of each episode and decide to be single or not to be. That is the final question. So today's topic is, do opposites really attract? And I wanted to talk about this because I've been in my fair share of opposite-like relationships when I was much younger. And not that I'm that much older, let's be clear. (laughs) But I really used to think that like being with somebody who was the total opposite of me was cute. Like that, that was... I don't don't know why, but whatever. I thought it was like balance in a relationship. And, you know, not everybody let's laugh together. (laughs) (laughs) Now that I'm like a little bit older, a little bit, and a little bit wiser, dating somebody who is the complete opposite of me is like not goals anymore. Like, I really don't know or like think I want somebody who is the total opposite of me. Like that does not make sense to me now the way that it made total sense like 10 years ago. So I'm not saying I want like a Gucci clone of myself at all, but like polar opposites, like, nah, we're not doing that. Like, I don't think it's for me. And, you know, we're going to talk about it. But like in my research, I was really coming across a lot of like stupid ass articles that was out here. Like, (laughs) It was literally out here like, yeah, like telling people that that was it. That was the move. We're going to talk about it. Yeah, like a little bit more later that like the logic they gave like made no sense. But anywho, um, for this conversation, you know, I will always want to bring in some guests who can add some great value to the conversation. And now we shall introduce them. So up first, we have LaCoya. And, you know, she told me, I just want to share this with the listeners. This is something (laughs) new. You know, I just want to let people know when they come in because we have some people that have been on the show like more than once. And I think they should try to get to know y'all a little bit better. So. She enjoys long walks on the beach, roses and sunflowers in her hand, and a fine, tall, chocolate bearded man on her arm. Mm -hmm. Now, enough with the fairy tale. (laughs) (laughs) But seriously, she's a down-to-earth type chick who loves to have a great time with her family and friends. She's in the BBW and tall stallion clique. Okay, so make sure you come correct. I'm right there with you. So welcome to the show. Thank you. Thank you. All right. And up next, we have Keisha coming all the way from the Shy City, who hey is, she's like, this is hilarious, Keisha, an outgoing loner that loves planning events by day and be a, being a mom of two 24-7. I know that's right. She Ooh. loves being Black, loves traveling, and loves supporting other women. Mm-hmm. So Keisha, say what's up to the listeners. Hey, y'all. Happy to be back. Yes. Yeah, so glad to have you back. And last, but certainly not least, we have Reese. She is a communications professional and, and is also the co-founder of the Friends pronounced, well, it's spelled P-H, which I love, P-H-R-I-N-D-S, but it's pronounced Friends. Yes. Um, and it's, an, it's called Friends Empower, a group that uses the power of friendship to create balanced lives. So I love that. And tell us, uh, this is like just a side note, but how did y'all come up with like the P-H? So... Within our friendship, we found that we all create and help each other establish balance. Right, right. So that pH ultimately represents 
the healthy balance oh, of friendship. Oh, y'all so smart. <laughs> so smart. Thank you. Like, I didn't even see where you was going with that. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, okay, what's you doing? <laughs> I love it. I love it. So we're going to get right to it, ladies. And I just really want, really want to start the conversation directly. Do you all think that opposites really attract? And for clarity, when I and for the listeners, when I say opposites attract, I'm referring to like two people who are almost like completely different, polar opposites, coming together to join in a union. Is that a good idea? No, always no. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Always no. No. Hard pass. Yeah, body line. No. So why not? Like you a real admin Reese, like why is that not a good idea? Well, you know what? In thinking about it, I feel like there are circumstantial type instances where you can tolerate a person that's opposite. <laughs> oh God, but, to tolerate no but, but, but those instances are few and far between. Yeah. So overall, yeah. <laughs> if we, if we talk in the, the greater numbers, <laughs> the greater percentage, <laughs> no, nope, no, right. no, nah. we'll never work. Yeah. I well, I think when we were, when we were younger, of course, yeah. um, I think it was more of a rebellious thing or, um, especially if you came from like a strict household, mm-hmm, you yeah. wanted to get somebody that you knew your parents were going to hate. Yeah. So um, <laughs> I went out for the the worst of the worst, of course. But like now, you know, when you're older and you're established and you're stable, you want somebody that's on the same level you, as on. you, if yeah. not, you know, above. Yeah. Um, because, I mean, you want to you want to make sure you guys grow yeah and you can't grow with somebody that's completely opposite Come yeah on. and I, I'm like Sad. I think we just didn't know anything back then I think that's what it came yeah, to. I mean, it's, right. it's all a part of learning and growing yeah we definitely but thank God for growth right right we definitely <laughs> so Keish what do you think like you say no it's not a good idea why do you think it's a bad idea yeah I totally agree with everybody like it in the question in itself like I do think opposites can be attracted to each other, but mm-hmm. what we talked about is sustaining a relationship. Right. And that's two different things. Right. You know? and I feel like, at least for my experience, like if it was something opposite of me, it was different. So I'm intrigued. Yeah. You know, I know me, I know how I go. Like, for instance, I grew up as a preacher's kid. Okay. So like a boy that was like, do it, you know, kind of like a bad boy or yeah. like I was interested in that because that's something I don't see or that I'm surrounded, you know, so I think like that was attractive because it was different. Yeah, and it seemed fun. Mm-hmm. And Keisha, I, yeah, I totally it's understand because I am also a preacher's child. And I mean, it, it was right. rebellion, mm-hmm. the fun and, mm-hmm. and being rebellious, right. doing something different, doing something you're not supposed to do and hoping <laughs> that you don't get caught. Exactly. You know, when you don't get caught, you're like, okay, let's do this. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and I go on a run with you. <laughs> but um, I think about being equally yoked with a person and dealing with them. And how sometimes as much as awesome as it is, like 95% of the time, that 5% when I want to kill this nigga, mm-hmm, like, mm-hmm. I'm like, that's what I think about. Like, oh, like this nigga, this my damn opposite. <laughs> I wouldn't post me with this nigga. Like, no, <laughs> so it just takes me to a place where I think about, you know, when we start talking about potential, when we start talking about compromising, it's so many things that it's almost like it's the fill in the blank for the mm-hmm, word opposite. Mm-hmm, like, yeah, right. you, you on the bottom, I'm on the top. If you're going right. left, I'm going right. Yeah, I'm calling that potential. But guess what? We're really in two different spaces and places. Right. And it's harder to maneuver that. So I think it's even tougher. Like you said, you can have somebody you're in perfect alignment with and you still sure. have to do the work in a relationship. Mm-hmm. So like mm-hmm. imagine trying to do this with somebody that you are not in alignment with. 
Yeah, when it comes to potential, like I feel <laughs> it's such a word that's haunting, you know, because <laughs> I feel like the perspective is always presented as though it comes with the expectation. Oh, right? yeah. And I think yeah. now that I'm older, I'm realizing, like, especially when it comes to dating and a partner, mm-hmm. they could be good at something, but they don't value it. You know, mm. and it may not be their personal goal. So what I see potentially them doing may not even be something they want to obtain. Oh, so a lot of it could just good. be like assessing that person as to who they are and where they want to be and where they want to go, where they want to channel their energies, their gifts, their talents. Because I think as women, we naturally add value, you yeah. know, yeah. and it's like a lot of times I don't want to build. I want to add value. Yeah. I want to compliment what you have going on. So when I think of potential, right I okay. think I've seen like this man where I'm like, oh my God, like nigga, if you just fucking listen, like I can, <laughs> this and I can do your resume and we can like get it popping and we can do, you know, but it's like, no, assess yeah. what he wants. Like he where's wants his passion? Him. Cause that's what's really gonna like carry him through. It's yeah. not, and you can't like be enough. You can't love them enough. You can't yeah. have enough resources if that person is not important to them. So yeah. I say mm-hmm. fuck the potential. It's just like, where you at today? Where you want to be tomorrow? And let right. me What's see up? if I can get behind that. You know, look, you are on to something, sis, because number one, that whole thing about, you know, with the potential and we sometimes get so passionate about something for a person, you know, we're like, you are such a great artist. Like you should sell this shit. And they're like, I actually hate painting. (laughs) (laughs) But you know, we over there trying to sell this dream. And you know, so this is present day, like 2021. And I asked somebody, I said, you know, if you had to like take me as I am right now, like be with me forever, would you? And they were like, no. (laughs) (laughs) Appreciate the honesty. But let me tell you, they still was some real shit. It wasn't even on a superficial. They definitely mm-hmm. were like, Shane, like you definitely got all your shit together, X, Y, Z. But it was like certain characteristics they was naming. I was like, you right, you right. Right, right, right. <laughs> Where they at? But people change too. You know, it's like maybe today this just doesn't fit the narrative that I'm trying to have in my life, you know? Oh, yeah. So, sis, you said something that was so insightful in regards to, you know, when it comes to relationships, like fuck the potential, but look at, you know, what it is that the person you're dealing with, what they are passionate about or what they want. Because so many times, like you said, we get super excited. You know, I've been there before. I'm not going to say what profession it was in, unfortunately, but I dealt with a fuck boy once upon a time. And um, y'all probably seen that meme. Y'all have. It's, yeah, yes. <laughs> it's a meme on Instagram, like the top 10 professions of fuck boys. So <laughs> just imagine he being one of them. Let's just say he's a truck driver. Okay. And um, I'm like, you know, you can get you a, a fleet of trucks. You can do this and that. You right. can get your own company. And this nigga's like, man, I just want to go to work and come home. See? You know, <laughs> so mm-hmm. it's like, I see, I saw all this value and mm-hmm. potential because I'm so ambitious. I'm so outgoing. And right. I was projecting that onto him. Mm-hmm. And it was like a thousand percent, not who he was. So again, it took us back to what square one of being exhausted, mm-hmm. being tired, wishing, hoping and praying. And what that eventually did was, in, you know, in due time, I was able to see that that lack of like ambition that was in that area, it was in a lot of other areas too. Right, exactly. So it was like, you know, not that you're a terrible person, your level of ambition may be okay for some mm-hmm. people, but for me, right. it, was, it was just not, you know, with the wavelength of exactly. what I was looking for. So have y'all ever found yourselves in that situation? Like Keisha spoke to it, but Koya or Reese, like where you were chasing after the potential or where you gave a person a chance that you thought had potential and it wound up being like the worst choice ever. 
Don't tell me y'all have it. Well, I mean, of course, I, I I feel like we have, but then you know, you get comfortable and you kind of look over a lot of things. <laughs> cool. But <laughs> that part, but <laughs> like now, I know for sure. Like like you said, with the ambition part, like if I'm pushing you to do something that's gonna help not only you grow but me grow as well, or yeah. us grow together, and you not at the mental capacity to, to receive it, okay, receive it and fulfill it, then yeah. clearly we're on two different levels mm-hmm. and we're not going to work right now. now yeah. That's not to say that, you know, later on in the, you know, um, the year, months, whatever, you right. Say, right. Later on <laughs> life, you know, if I ain't got my husband by then, you know, yeah. we can't link back up. Yeah. But you yeah. had a different mindset, but as of right now, I just can't help you. Yeah. Like, I, right. It's not something I'm willing to compromise on because I mean, this is what I'm doing right now. And I yeah. need you to at least meet me halfway. Meet me right. And let's say, people, you got the potential to kill me. So potential, okay. you know, you're playing with my life. There's right. a lot that goes into that. So, Reese, have you dealt with that? And see, I, I feel like you done told us a hard story. I, and I'm, I'm sure. I've, <laughs> I've dealt with it. Um, but <laughs> not to the extent of me trying to push someone beyond whatever mm-hmm. goals they've set for themselves. But I've been in a place where, you know, as women, mm-hmm. we, we are amb- ambitious we're, and we're nurturers. women are nurturers. We try to plan, you know, we try to think ahead for the future. And I right. found myself in a place of, you know, prematurely trying to map out what it would or could be right. in yeah. the future yeah. because I'm like, I want to make sure we got some, some foundation, some yeah. stability. Yeah. So, you know, prematurely, I have been pushing, yeah. you know, like, yeah. okay, so um, what's your, you got a bank account. You got an actual right. bank account or right, you still right. got the little, you know. The little, little dot card. The dot card, what's <laughs> up? And for, for some guys, you know, because they may not be at your level, yeah. your level of comfort or stability, they tend to shut down or just start acting out or, you know, right. just yeah. showing, showing their whole bottom, you yeah. know, mm-hmm. just trying to, to get out. Yeah. And I've learned, like, I can't, I can't continue to push. No. So in recent history, no, because I'm quick to just say, no, this isn't going to work because right. mm-hmm. I've been through enough experiences yeah. of trying to push and see that potential. And where, where did that leave me back at square one? <laughs> right. So, I mean, let's, what? let's figure these things it's out like pretty, pretty early on. Two, okay. two, just <laughs> wanna be Come on three. Cause it's plain to see that you no, are no, not no, the no, nigga for okay, me. Okay, <laughs> not the nigga for me at all. Let's be clear, cause and it's okay. You know, I don't right. have to. I don't have to put you down in I that. Do. You no. know, <laughs> I mean, it, it didn't work out. It didn't work out. It's what it is. I'm in a different place. Let me let me realign my focus and get back on track to, back to, to, to my goals and what else I got going on. So Look, it's just unfortunate because, be- you know, women, we're we think for the future, whereas men think for the present mm-hmm. right now. And Mrs. Like, right now, I need you to. And Brown probably was like, I ain't got no money to get no truck. Right. Then you got to think about this and think about that. And that it's like, okay, I'm homeless. Mean- <laughs> that nigga was child. I don't use. So it's good that Sir is where he at now. Yeah, right? exactly. Okay. Baby, in the dictionary next to potential, they probably got a picture of my stupid ass 28 year old face in that bitch next to it. <laughs> I'm in there doing the uh, potential challenge. When I tell you, yeah, niggas, my, the dudes I dealt with had too much hope in their own potential. Mm. So, so much so yeah, that. Yeah, see, that's a whole nother story. That's <laughs> yeah. a whole nother that's, that's a whole nother episode. Yeah. We're going to talk about horror stories. <laughs> 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 
No, but really getting back to it. Um, I want to ask this question because when we think about opposites, of course, that's very apparent, but introverts and extroverts, what do y'all think about that? Like, is that a good idea? And I think Ooh. I'm going to see what y'all think first. So for me, you know, are you an introvert or an extrovert? Or are you an ambivert, like a mix of both? I'm a mix. Okay. I'm a mix. It depends on, on the environment. Okay. But, you know, the, those few and far between circumstances I spoke of earlier where, you know, you could potentially make it work. I think the introvert versus extrovert is a great place where you can have some opposite type balance. Mm-hmm. But it depends. It depends what. Where they are on the spectrum. Where address, right. where address it, and then where they are on the spectrum. Like, exactly. if you're introverted to the point that, you know, you don't want to go out to events, you don't mm-hmm. want to come, you know, hang with my family, and I know that my family's a gathering family. Me and my friends, right. we get together and we travel. You know, if you can't compromise, right. yeah. And, you know, uh, enough to say, okay, you know, this is something that you're interested in doing and you're just a hermit. Like, there are some guys like that. Or when you show up, you just snarled up. Come on. Mm -hmm. Just, right. (laughs) Just drain in the room of fun suckers. Come (laughs) on. Stay, stay where you at. Say the fun police. But, you know, I like, I like this topic because that is currently me and my partner. Like, I am the extrovert. And like, Shayna knows this, like, I had a baby shower a couple months ago and it's like, <laughs> you know, we turn all the way up. up. Like all the way. Known, it was like about a baby at yeah. all. Like, <laughs> I like having a good time. I like hosting people. And my partner is super laid back, like very much introverted. But I will say it really does work. And, and to your point where, and I've, I've had this experience before I've dated someone that was an introvert. But what I found is that they sometimes resent you for it. Mm. So it's a lot of times it's the, the perspective of the person that is different from you. Okay. So I look at it as to him, I'm not trying to make him do things that he's uncomfortable mm-hmm. with. And mm-hmm. I think like even in partnership, you don't have everything together. Yeah. Let go of that expectation. But then after that, it's also like, I support you as yeah. an extrovert. Mm-hmm. And that makes you feel different. Or I support you as an introvert. You know, it's like, it's okay. I don't fault you for it. I meet you where you're at. And you can compromise where it's like, okay, you know, we go out once a month. Yeah. Or if it's a holiday, like this is the time. And that way you set expectations so nobody is disappointed mm-hmm. or kind of once again going off that potential. It's actually mm-hmm. things that are tangible and you yeah. can actually like hold people accountable to. But I think a lot of it is that perspective. It's like, oh, they don't never want to go nowhere. Oh, they don't never want to do anything. Well, yeah. Actually, fine and he said we both can be out partying all day who's gonna watch these kids you know? <laughs> so it's it's a lot of times the perspective and where you're not like kind of judging that person yeah because yeah. of who they are and they're different mm-hmm. so, I and think i think that ma- that makes a lot of sense i think you have to be aware of like where they are that sounds a lot like where they are on the spectrum like what kind of introvert right. are they what kind of extrovert are you an introvert that can, you know, come along for the ride sometimes, mm-hmm. you know, are you one that you don't do anything? Like my family comes over and you go in the room, right. like that's not okay. You know, Where's and like the manners. We, yeah. Like that's, <laughs> like that's some of that is just like, like, manners. 20 minutes yeah, yeah. like give us a little bit, you know, I literally dated somebody that I don't, this was many moons ago and 
I wouldn't even consider him an introvert, but he used to do stupid shit like that. Like friends and people would come over and would like go in the room and close the door. Like yeah, he got attitude. Yeah. <laughs> that was more like a 25 year old Shane. I ain't give a damn. I try to put a chair up to that bitch and lock him in. Say <laughs> you ain't there. <laughs> you know, you're not coming out. You want to go in? Okay, I got something for you. But I think even now being like, I'm a super extrovert, you know. So what I think the reason I used to be so in that mindset of like opposites attract or being with somebody who was so opposite of me was because I was so turned up all the time mm-hmm. that like when I did want to like sit still, I was comfortable with having somebody there that was, they, they sitting still all the time. Right. So, yeah. So it was like no chance that when I wanted to sit still, they would ever be like, let's turn up. But however, it got to the point just in my experience with people that were very introverted, that it was imbalanced. It was really hard to balance it. So I find it now I don't mind a mix of like Keisha was saying, like somebody who can go and hang out, me and my friends and family. But, you know, if it's kids or something else is going home, like I know that you I have somebody Mm -hmm. who can be here with the kids. I know I got somebody who, hell, come pick me up if I can't drive, you know, so it's a lot of different variables that go into that. But it's a balance because it's also a person that when friends and family come around, they can still be a little sociable. Right. Mm-hmm. I know they're not going to be doing as much as I may be doing, but they're still like supportive in that way and present. And I know yeah. if I'm like, hey, I need some help with this or I need something, that they're like right there. And they mm-hmm. aren't making me feel bad because I'm so outgoing. Whereas, you know, you do have some people who you over there turn up and they sitting in the corner looking at you judging, yeah. waiting on mm-hmm. you to sit down so they can get in your ear and tell you all the shit you did wrong. That yep. night. You know? And that's a good point because that's another place where you have to set that expectation. Like, you know, because you know that I'm an extrovert yeah. and you aren't. I understand if you want to sit in that corner. Yeah, but right, I'm not going to sit right. there with you all night. No. But I'm kicking it. <laughs> yeah. You know, I'm going to kick it and I'm okay, you yeah. know, with letting letting you do and be. Yeah. yeah. But don't judge me. At you all. know, I don't need you to give me a full play by play of what I did. I, I know what I did. I, I was, was there. I was there. Right. I was there. Yeah. I stood on the table. I was there. I remember. <laughs> I did it before I got drunk, to be clear. So. <laughs> And I'm going to do it again right. <laughs> at the next yeah. one. So I hope you're ready if you want to be here. So let's <laughs> be clear about that. What do you think, Koya? Are you an introvert or extrovert? I think I know the answer to this. I think I'm actually a mix of both. Okay. Yeah. And what's, what's been, your thought? What's I was going to say you was an extrovert. Girl, don't, don't do that. Look. <laughs> Look. <laughs> I think we Just all when I'm it. around you. Look, I, <laughs> I try to bring it out of you, girl. No, but I think... To, I mean, to piggyback off what everybody was saying, um, I think it is kind of like a balance. But then everybody really just have to be open minded, mm-hmm. both ends. Um, like he was saying that, you know, I might want to go out and you want to stay home and that's mm-hmm. fine. And, you know, or you might want me to stay home with you. And hopefully by that time, I don't went out too much to why I need to stay okay. home. So yeah. It's okay. yeah. But um, both parties have to be understanding of the other person because, I mean, at the end of the day, you met me this way. So right. it's not like it's something that just popped up and you didn't mm-hmm. know anything about it. Yeah. So, and, mean, and that goes hand in hand, too, I think, as you and I realize, like, you know, unfortunately, like I always tell people, I'm closer to 40 than I like to admit. So it's like as you get older, you know, but then again, I don't know. I was about to say I probably stopped standing on tables, but my sister like 42 and she like worse than me. <laughs> So, you know, yeah. <laughs> it's really only when we with our family, though, okay. you know, we, we okay. show out like that. Like, that's our nice. thing. We just cut up when we get together. Nice. You, know, <laughs> like, <laughs> I mean, you know, I'm being, I'm exaggerating a little bit, but I just think as you get older, 
you know, the moves change. You hell, we don't have the energy as much right. to go out. The knees either. Yeah. Like, the knees. <laughs> yeah, don't talk about the knees. We want yeah. a nap. Let's be clear. So I think, you know, <laughs> we gotta we have to understand that that the introvert and extrovert, it changes. And I think, you know, I always say as you get older in relationships, like boring is the new black. Mm-hmm. Like sometimes I just want to sit home and watch a movie or yep. I want to go to a casual dinner and go home and mm-hmm. or it can be us too going out. We gonna lift downtown and just go drink, have a good time, right. you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Whatever that may be. So I just think that that again comes down to finding what that balance is. And I think while the words extrovert and introvert are opposite, mm-hmm. I think it's still a spectrum in there that you have right. to pay attention to and not just think, oh, you know, he's on mm-hmm. one end, I'm on the other. That's gonna perfectly balance each other out because if you don't put the work in for that, it still isn't gonna work in your favor. Mm-hmm. So something that you know I read on mm-hmm. from Jessica Wildfire, she said on medium.com, this stated, she said, in a healthy relationship. Our interests and personalities overlap in the middle and our differences bring balance. Maybe he mellows you out and you make him more organized. That is that kind of meeting in the middle we've been talking about. From him, you learn how to enjoy vacation. From you, he learns how to run a side hustle. Do you all think this is what relationships should mirror? Absolutely. Yes. Yes. <laughs> yes. Yes. It this sounded is- beautiful. I was it like, did. Yeah, they word it perfectly. And I think when we talk about opposites, this is what we should be looking at. This is where we should be. Yeah. Here. This is it. And I think that it, um, some of the things she even said, like, of course, I guess the cliche is women would be the more organized person, Mm -hmm. but it's kind of like when it said you, you, he, you learn how to enjoy vacation from him. He teaches you how you learn. He learns how to run a side hustle from you. Again, it goes back to what Keisha mentioned earlier. You know, we got to be sure that that person, person is interested right. in that side hustle, whatever right. it is. So mm-hmm. I think the underlying, a part of the core, the foundation of all of this is communication mm-hmm. and figuring sure. that out. I think right. that's like the, the river that runs through every episode it we is. talk about. If you aren't communicating, it clearly mm-hmm. communicating early and often. Concisely. Then, yeah, concisely. Right. Right. Then you real run into issues. So, you know, and also I really think that people should get clear that opposites attracting and like trying new things with a partner are like two different things because as I was saying before like when I researched this topic I kept reading these different articles about opposites attracting quote-unquote and a situation working out and what I really was coming across constantly were things that said you will try new things like in opposites Mm -hmm. attracting Mm -hmm. you'll try new things you'll listen to new music you'll embrace your independence when you do things apart you will respect their boundaries isn't that the same shit you do in a healthy relationship Mm -hmm. (laughs) it is right it is. Yeah, Even I'm, if we are so-called the same person, I mean, they're going to do something different from you because you haven't been around them 24-7 yeah. their whole life. So, yeah. And I feel like just saying that opposites, opposites is a hard word to say when it comes to people um, because I feel like opposite is like black and white. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Or, um, mm-hmm. It's like a, a thin line. I mean, it's like a precise line, right? Between yeah. the two. Um, but when you say opposites in relationship is technically everybody can be opposite because yeah. I might like yeah. something that you know, you don't like, but yeah. that don't mean that we're completely different or that don't mean that you might change your mind later on in the future. Sure. So um, it's hard to just say opposites attract mm-hmm. because I mean, everybody is opposite. Yeah, to some degree. <laughs> so, I think it's yeah. all about how you view that word right. and what really goes into it. And kind of like the two things we just talked about, you get some things, I get some things. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you may, you know, I'm going to learn a new rap artist from you. Mm-hmm. You may learn a new pop artist okay. from me. Right. You know, so... <laughs> 
it's like the little things. So I want to talk a little bit about this. This is something that we mentioned earlier this season. And we, of course, we're constantly talking about people being equally yoked. And so one of the things that came up was when it comes to being equally yoked, that you more so you want to be one interdependent with your partner. You want to be in a position where you all complement one another, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. you know, kind of like in a, you accessorize one another. Right, right. So, and this is not really in regards to opposites attract. This is just me wanting to know what you all think. When you hear the words like equally yoked, what do you think? Does that mean for you that everything needs to match? Or does it mean that, you know, we need to be, what, what does it mean? Like, cause some people think like equally yoked, like I make 70,000, he got to make 70,000. Right. I drive a Benz, he got to drive a Benz. Mm-hmm. I got this, he got to have this. And I'm not so sure that's what it means. So tell me, you know, what do you all think it really means to be equally yoked? And Keisha, I'll start with you. Um, You know, <laughs> now <laughs> I am embarking on 35. Yeah. And like, if you would have asked me that 10 years ago, especially like, we just highlighted like how we grew up Hooch's kids. Yeah. And we've heard that so many times. And you're right. You always think it equates to like your equal, mm-hmm. right? Somebody that is exactly like you. Um, yeah. But I think it's more about harmony and unison. Mm-hmm. Like, I think it's more, especially like when we're talking about opposites attract, things like, that. you know, I think ultimately when we talk about relationships, you don't, and I won't say you don't, but I think it's really difficult to be with somebody where it's such a departure from who you are innately, Yeah, your morality, like your moral codes, like your, even spirituality, things like that. It's like, because those things ground you, you know? And I think like, we all have different experiences and like 10 years ago, you know, I probably wouldn't have known I'll be where I'm at. So it's hard to say like, if this person dated me for who I am today, they may be disappointed or they may yeah. be happy 10 years yeah. later. I don't right. know. But I think a lot of it is like, what governs you? Yeah. You know, what, what, what do you hold to high esteem? You know, what, what codes do you live by? Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. And one of my favorite movies growing up was Ever After. Do y'all remember that movie with Drew Barrymore? <laughs> I remember it, but I, I know the movie, but I don't remember it. <laughs> Not but at all. it's a quote in that movie and it still sticks with me to this day, especially when it comes to dating. It's, she asked, like, you know, talking with somebody, like, she was kind of like um, dating like a prince, like somebody like out of her league. Mm-hmm. But the quote was, a fish may love a bird, but where would they live? Mm-hmm. And it's like, and I may have like butchered the quote, but I think it's one of those things where it's like, some things you just can't force, mm-hmm. you know? And it's like, when it comes to, even when I think about, you may have gotten together with somebody and y'all may be great, but then y'all have kids. Yeah. And then it's like, how are we going to raise these kids? What what spiritual cover do we want these kids to be yeah. raised under? So it's like conversations you have to have and people may change, you know, mm-hmm. but it's like if you already kind of know what governs them and what they really care about and what really allows them to have checks and balances for their own self. Yeah. Like yeah. for me, it's like what what makes me like want to be a good person if nobody yeah. knows about yeah. it? You know, so I think it's those type of things. So we don't have to have it. Don't even who cares? I never talked about money yet. I haven't talked about a job. Yeah. You know, because those yeah. things are fleeting. They come and go. But yeah. it's like the inner, it's the inner that the character traits. Is what's that inside. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
Yeah. And that's crazy. All you said that, and you haven't talked about money. You haven't right. talked about the status. Right. You haven't talked about anything of that. Look, yeah, I, I don't it. even know how to come behind that. Oh, yeah, she said it all. <laughs> like she said the, it all. When the bird and the fly, what's the bird and the fish come together? Where you gonna live? Where would they live? Because the fish got to be in water, and the bird got to be in air. And yeah, that's on that note. We're gonna be right back with the living single segment. This now brings us to the Living Single segment of the podcast. It's simply a segment where we want to send you good vibes, good energy, and give good advice on any questions that you may have about being single, dating, or relationships. Remember, nothing is off limits. So, welcome to the Living Single segment of the show, and let's get into it. And now this brings us to the Living Single segment of the show. This is a segment where we answer a question that's been asked by one of our listeners about relationships, and we're going to let them know how to proceed. So if you would like your question to be answered, you can send it in on our website at www.tobesingleornottobe.com, or you can send it in on our social media on Facebook or Instagram. So today's question, it is from our Instagram at tobesingleornottobe, and it reads... I am 34 years old and recently out of a divorce that was final about six months ago. I am ready to date again, but I had a scare with my first attempt that now has me shook. I decided to try the online dating route. And why was I catfished by my damn (laughs) (laughs) ex-husband? He made a fake profile and did all the stuff that they do on the TV show. And when I showed up, it was this Negro. I was livid and I just left the setup, quote unquote, immediately. I can laugh a little about it now because a bit of time has passed, but I was pissed. All of that said, should I even be entering the dating world so soon? And if so, do you all think I should leave the online dating world alone and stick with face to face? Why are you looking like that? <laughs> <laughs> this is the hot I mean, sir had time on his hands. Yeah, he yeah, said, he I'm going to get this bitch. <laughs> sir had time. <laughs> he did. Or maybe he just missed her. He her back. I mean, I but like, sir, everything you she have said, her. I wasn't. What you say, Keisha? No, I was like, he was on there saying, probably, I'm going to say everything she said, I wasn't. Exactly. <laughs> present myself as. I'm gonna be a winner this time, baby. I'm gonna get him. Come on, because if you wanted me back, you could. No, I'm gonna say this. You like, I'm. But well, she probably blocked him. Send some flowers to the house. <laughs> some, <laughs> some, some. But don't give up, son. I'm That's divorced. Yeah, don't. Listen, that is part of my story. I said that's part of my story. I'm divorced myself. Yeah. And you know what's funny is that whenever you're ready to date is that's when you can date. Like mm-hmm. it is no time frame. And but I think a lot of it is assessing what what happened in that relationship mm-hmm. and what do you because and I think a lot of times, especially with something like a divorce, it is that failure that is looming over you. Yeah. But yeah. a lot of it, you have to change your perspective and say, what did I learn from it? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Then it's yeah. not a failure. All you know, all of us, we're human and we're mm-hmm. all experiences. And so if you think about love and you think about relationships, a lot of it is jumping out of the window. Yeah. Right? It's right. taking a chance on somebody because you don't know what life is going to throw at you. And sometimes some people can't come back from it. And it, 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 all of it isn't like a crash and burn and they just completely like was disloyal. It could just be like we grew apart. But whatever yeah. it is, yeah. you got to figure out what did I learn from that situation about now what I need and who I am? 
you know, because that's the best thing you could do approaching dating. And when it comes to being online or in person, it's all the fucking same. Yeah. <laughs> arriving to the keyboard or arriving to that right. date, it's you. <laughs> you know, it's all you. So I feel like it, it has nothing to do about the setting so much. Like, what are you doing it for? What yeah. do you want? What do you and and I think if you're more aware of your needs and who you are, you'll make space for people to be exactly who they are. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. And to be authentic and honest. And then from there, I think you can really try to find a partner where it's like, okay, they really support the authentic you because you're not putting on a representative because part of that is you to blame. You didn't allow that person to actually adjust to the real person. You know, so I feel if you are unwavering as far as your truth, like this is where I'm at. This is who I am. I'm proud of these things. I've learned these things in the past, you know, um, and this is what I'm looking for in a partner assess what they're saying as well and I think because even in relationships what I it's never going to be easy and nobody's going to be perfect right and I think you have to understand when there's a difference between we talk about the opposites attract but sometimes people are different and I think in differences like that quote is where we grow the most yeah where people hold you accountable and you can actually learn things so part of it is knowing who you are but also being teachable right and being willing and being open, but understanding it's a difference between somebody just challenging you in a good way so you can grow versus making you shrink. Yeah. And you know the difference. It's like you don't want to shrink anymore. We don't want to be, we don't want to be inauthentic. Not so the all. online versus in person, I feel like it doesn't matter. It's you. It's all about it is always going to be about you, you know. Mm-hmm. Comes back to you. Anything to add, ladies? Girl, I can't. I can't with Keisha. <laughs> it's hard to come out the hook. Look, takes us to school I mean, every time. She wraps it on up, and brings it on in, and but I mean, I, I've been through some things. <laughs> I've been going through some things. No. I'm like, oh yeah, I'm. I, yep, I got divorced too. Oh yeah, oh yeah. <laughs> I haven't been married or divorced, but um. I can say as far as dating online, it is a struggle. But I mean, like you said, dating in person is a struggle too. Yeah. You know, you Let's really don't know who you, okay? Yeah. There you go. You really don't know who you meet. You don't. You, get there. you so, don't. I mean, you can meet a person in person and then start <laughs> dating them and it not even be the person you thought it was. <laughs> who is this nigga? Right. The true. The true. Just, like like she said, if, you, if you're mentally ready, then just do it. It don't matter how go you do it, it. Just do it. Right. Yep. And the only th- I'm going to add this. Since next time, well, no, nah, you need a FaceTime date before you show up. Come on, come on. Please FaceTime. And I know a lot of the dating apps, I think they have like FaceTime they, built in. They probably do. And you know, it's just like she said, he did it just like Catfish. Probably my camera broke my phone. And see, right. and see <laughs> that's that first flag. I'm sorry. Yeah. I mean, come on. Because they can send you on, pictures right. all day. You, they can grab that you got something. But FaceTime, I have to see your face gotta on video. See gotta see you. Do he got a job? <laughs> I mean, because he had a lot of time. That man worked from home. He found time. Okay. That's and see, now I'm curious to know, like, what type of exchange were they having before <laughs> the meetup? How long? How yeah. long were you involved in this exchange? We always I mean, want more context. She didn't on. give us all that. <laughs> we always ask for that. But I think everything that Keisha said absolutely resonated. And I think it's up to her to just decide, like, when you're ready, you're ready. Yep. And whether you're pulling up to the keyboard or you're pulling up to the restaurant, you're rolling the dice either way. You are. So take that for what it is. And if you want to write into the Living Single segment, as I said earlier, you can do so on the website or on our social medias. And on that note, we'll be right back with the resolution.
All right. And now this brings us back to the resolution segment of the show. This is our final roundtable discussion where we give our final thoughts on today's topic. So ladies, what would you say the resolution is to society, you know, living by this outdated information? Do we keep giving it a go and trying the whole opposites attract thing? Or do we lay it to rest for good and stick to dating only complimentary matches? And I'll start with, Reese. I'm going to start with you. Yeah, <laughs> start with you. I, look, I mean, I just say you have to make the best decision for you. Mm-hmm. Now, will I say that opposites don't attract? And, you know, the, the bigger picture of things absolutely they don't yeah but you gotta you have to pick and choose you know mm-hmm. what you're what you're willing to put up with and how you're willing to create some type of balance or establish that within your your relationship yeah um, yes yeah, that's that's, that's yeah. what i got that's all good. right i love it i'm here for it. that's good um i think that i mean in reality opposites um <laughs> They don't attract, but they do attract, if I can say that. (laughs) Because like I said, I mean, everybody is different. But I mean, like you said, you just have to pick what you want to pick or or deal with what you want to deal with and compromise on the things that work best for you. Right. Um, You know what works best for you. Mm So, I mean, I like that's all you can do (laughs) and all you can add is just make sure that you're sure of yourself like your foundation is Mm -hmm. stable because as long as you know you and what you're looking for what your goals are what Mm -hmm. your ambitions are Mm -hmm. can't nothing throw you off track so you'll be able to spot that opposite and his foolishness and all of that quicker yeah because you you know no i ain't putting up with that yeah i've been there we have to to also be open-minded um as well and you know, not so stuck within ourselves or self-consume, you know, because when yeah. you're dating somebody, you, you really can't just focus solely on yourself. Right. You see your spouse or whoever you're dating, um, see their side too. Mm-hmm. So if they're telling you that maybe you should work on this, don't, you know, we might have listen. an attitude. <laughs> listen, I'm going to have an attitude, but I hear what you're saying. Right. Right. You could have said it a little nice. And this is something, let me tell you, you <laughs> on to something, Koya, because I was talking to somebody mm-hmm. about, you know, as you get older, you know, you... You get advice or people, I don't say advice, people tell you things about how to function in a relationship. And mm-hmm. so I was talking to a guy and I'm like, you know, how many times should a woman have to tell a man something before they get to the point where they just go and do it? Right. Because you've been told so many times, like, don't do it. That's going to mm-hmm. step on a man's toes. That's going to be you being too independent, you know? And so... Um, this guy was like, you know, one, you know, make sure you, it's okay to remind the person it's all about it. Cause if y'all are able to communicate with each other, it right. won't be taken as nagging. Mm-hmm. So it's like, you remind the person you do what you're supposed to do. And then the thing is, if, if something has presented itself where that person couldn't get to whatever that task was and they intended to, and you did it first, it's like, if you're going to do it, don't have an attitude about it. Right. So uh-huh. don't go do it. And then come home and you slam and shit. Okay. Cause you like, okay. I had to do it myself, you know? <laughs> So it's all about that perspective of, you know, that communication. If exactly. I'm going to if I'm going to go and do it myself, I'm going to do it out of love because I chose to because I know you're too busy. But if not, I might have to wait 40 days and 40 nights for your ass to go do it. And I, and I still don't need to have an attitude when you do it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> what um, you say? <laughs> yeah, Forty days and nights. Look, you know. I mean, I say something. At some point. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but, some, but at some point, you know, that's an exaggeration. <laughs> but I'm just saying, sure, just, sure, sure. just trying to do it in love, and it's. I think that's something I'm working on. Trying to, you know, just because something isn't done on my time, or you know, because I know I got fifty million things, and the reason I probably mm-hmm. am asking you to do it is because I got fifty million, and you got right. forty nine million. Okay, so right. I need you to do Help it. You know. <laughs> 
So it's all about that perspective. So what would you say, Keish? Do we keep on going at this opposite attract or do we try to just work on who's complimentary? Yeah, I mean, I, I totally agree with everybody. Like, I feel like it's definitely outdated as far as using that logic to build sustainable relationships. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Now, I do, and I agree with everybody. Like, what y'all said is right on par. Like, where assess where you're at. Because I think if I was, you know, I'm 35, but if I'm 25, I don't want anything serious. I'm having a good time. I want to yeah. experience yeah. people. So maybe that opposite situation is is what I'm looking for right now. You know, I don't want to be, so I think, yeah, in in some scenarios, maybe the attraction, you know, even when we talk about sex, things like that, like somebody who could teach you things and just want to have these different experiences, then then it's not necessarily a negative thing. But I think when you do life with people, when you want to like build something, I think finding someone that's truly complimentary but also they have a certain admiration for you. And I think yeah. a lot of times admiration comes from um, me being able to see myself, you know, within you in some, in some regard, you yeah. know, or something that I can um, kind of look, look up to. Right. And so I think where I'm at, and especially like with my partner now, we do have some differences, but it's things I just respect about him so much. Mm-hmm. They don't feel different. You know, it's like, Oh, that's something that makes him great, even though it may not be a gift of mine or something that I do, you know, mm-hmm. makes so I think everything is huge. And when we talk about opposites, too, I think it's very opposites can seem a little topical, you know, and mm-hmm. I think if we just take away the tangible things and it's more like, how is this person accountable? How do they love people around them? You know, if you date a man, how does he talk about other women that he's not attracted to, mm-hmm. you know, like. How was he around children? Like just all t- like assess a person from places that isn't necessarily just a resume or things that you, you know? can just touch and feel. How do they invest in their self-care? You know, um, how do they, you know, their home? Like what, what do they value? Right. You know, how do they talk to their mom? <laughs> yeah. You know, it's just like, and not saying who they, but how do they talk to their mom? Yeah. Like it's just, it's just things that I think we're missing in the details. And those things are what's going to come up and how they treat you throughout time. Because you just, if we talk in longevity, you don't know, we can't play God too. Not at all. You know, we don't know what's going to happen. But I think if you can really assess a person's, person's character, their integrity, and that really shouldn't be opposite. It shouldn't be opposite about like, you know, are you pro-women? <laughs> you know, right. Right. Uh, certain core fundamentals cannot be opposite. Uh, no, I'm racist. Yes, I'm racist. Uh, we can't be opposite there. Right. Like, at all. So I think it's like, it's like that opposite, is, it's not going to carry you into a sustainable relationship. Right. It, ha- it needs to be complimentary. Complimentary in that way. So as y'all said again, Keisha was able to take it on home on, and give yourselves a round of applause for an amazing and awesome episode. And Reese, I want you to tell the people, you know, where can they find your organization? Oh, so we are on all social media platforms. Um, Spell it again for the people. So you can find us on Instagram at Friends Empower. So Friends is spelled P-H-R-I-N-E. DS. We're on Facebook as friends. And you can also go to our website at friendsempower.com. 
That is beautiful. Does anybody else? Do y'all have any information y'all want to share with the listeners? I know you. You I, are you. You dating? You. I'm doing that. I, I, oh, I ain't know. <laughs> you got me listening to this. No, uh, no, but you know you can just find me at in, on Instagram at um, Miss underscore Koya O eight. That's M S underscore Q U O Y A O eight. And yeah, that's it for, for all now. things, boss. I love it. And Keish, <laughs> where can the people find you? You know, in my bed, sleep. <laughs> I love it. Don't come by me, me, please. I'm tired. <laughs> I'm, I'm done. So, yes, again, you all, this was an awesome conversation. Um, you know, I think it's one of those things that we just continue the conversation. That's why sometimes, you know, we're on season three mm-hmm. and we revisit things because you go from that was two years ago. That's Absolutely. two years of life that's been lived. And right. sometimes the views and opinions change. But overall, it was a great episode. You all's opinions are always valued and appreciated. And we will be right back with the Montana Minute. And now this brings us to the Montana Minute. The first thing, the whole notion of opposites attracting is an age-old notion that we must throw out of the window as we grow older and wiser. The ultimate goal is finding someone that we are equally yoked with and placing us in a relationship where we can complement one another. The next thing, attempting to date someone that is the complete opposite of you can be exhausting and relationships are already enough work on their own. We are not saying there should not be some differences. However, use your common sense to know where the compromise is needed so that you don't just end up bending over backwards for someone that is just not the right fit. And the last thing, be sure you know yourself before you dive into the dating world. Knowing yourself will help you to know what you want and hopefully prevent you from choosing someone that is not aligned with your vision. So now I leave you to decide to be single or not to be. That is the final question. Signing off yours truly, Shanna Montana.